Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening and making Berhantu your choice of podcast for anything horror. Um, Two things. Number one, if you have any stories to share, you can just email me at hafizabdurrahman at yahoo.com. Um, I have received quite a number of stories and um, I will take time to sift through them, okay? So definitely I will try my best to um, share your stories if they are scary enough uh, and if they are long enough to be made into an episode by itself. And um, it's H-A-F-I-D-Z-A-B-D-R-A-H-M-A-N at yahoo.com. Alright, so you can just email me there. So that's number one. Number two, I have some good news to share. Uh, for those of you who have watched my show or didn't manage to watch my show, uh, Cerita Hantu for the Arts House, um, I think the reason why I started doing um, Berhantu in the first place was because as part of my research for Cerita Hantu, which was last October, I have um, um sort of you know collected... Um, stories you know from all over and I wanted to pick like the five best stories to be featured um, live on stage for this production you know so there's a reason why I decided to do Barhantu because I didn't want to waste all this research and all these stories and um, it's happening again okay but it's not happening in October it's happening next year January okay on the 6th 7th and 8th the reason why I'm telling you guys this is because the last time when it happened uh, tickets were sold out in 10 minutes because we were only like performing to like 30% of capacity but this time around with the new measures um, we are performing to a full house alright so we intend to open up three shows but if if uh, support is good, we will do up to five shows lah, okay? And tickets will be only $20. So, yeah, I I try to keep it affordable for you guys to come and watch and spook yourselves. So, um, that's something to look forward to, you know. Um, Cerita Hantu comes back again um, in January. Okay, so that's out of the way. Now, I want to share with you a story. Uh, this is a story from... An individual um, who shared something that happened to him in uh, Tekong. The reason why I wanted to share the story is because um, I just finished watching Pengabdi Setan 2 the other day. Um, no comments, no reviews yet because I do not want to spoil it for you guys because I managed to catch it um, a day before it premiered in Singapore. So I think at this point of time, most of you are already... Um, making your way to watch the, the movie and many of you have yet to watch the movie so I do not want to spoil it for you but let's just say that it features quite a bit of um, pochong, right? And because it features a, a bit of pochong, I wanted to share with you the story that's got to do with um, Mr. Poch in Tekong, right? So this is a really creepy story that I want to share with all of you. So this guy, he says that when he was in Gryphon Company, okay, Gryphon Company, um... For his intake, he said there was only three platoons. So normally, in a company, there's four platoons. Alright, platoon one, two, three, four. But he said that for his company, it was only platoon one, two, and three. So platoon one goes to level two. Platoon two goes to level three. Platoon three goes to level four. Platoon four goes to level five. Alright? And he said that um, during his intake, there was no platoon four. So the entire row of level 5 was quiet. Tak ada orang. 
And they said that it's creepy because it's like literally there's no one there lah. At night there's no one there. And like the the the, the table, uh, the the beds are all made, and then the the, the chairs are all you know tucked in um, by the by the tables and all that. So there's been many occasions whereby people say that they will hear like stomping of food from the top when there's no one. Like the whole company knows that there's no one at level five. Um, but malam-malam orang akan dengar orang stomping, macam baris sedia kind of thing, you know. So that's just one of the things that they didn't um have the answer to. So when they ask their anche and and their specs and all that, specs especially lah, okay, soldiers, um, sergeants by the way. So they they ask oh because there's not many intake, the intake is very low. But it's weird because number one. Why is it only for our company? Why the rest of the companies all have like full full platoons, you know? Like four platoons. Why only our company? So when when they ask the cleaners and when they ask the cook house people, they give a different version. The version was the um, intake before them. There was a boy who was possessed and he was from platoon four. So it got really bad that they decided to build a small surau in Gryphon Company. Now, I've heard of this story before of this small surau in Grafen Company, but I do not know the truth of it. And even this guy, he said that I do not know whether it's just a myth or what because I've never seen this surau. All right, um, and I don't know whether it's just hearsay lah, you know. But what what was being said was that there was a boy who was possessed. Okay, the cat uh, level five. Yeah, so he was from Platoon Four. And um, apparently, not only the um, stomping of barisadia it is is hurt. Sometimes things or like bags will get thrown from level five. And he said that sometimes it got to the point where so 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 this boy he's in platoon three, platoon three is in level four. So he's like one level down lah below level five. So he always ex- experienced this thing. And he said there's been a few occasions. He said not only once. He said a few occasions whereby pintu bang kita. The, the 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 door to our bunk would open and close by itself, even though we have locked it. But none of them were scared because they're like, "Ata apa? Apa some members semua kat sebelah, right?" So they're like, "Kita apa? It's we are going going to go through this together." So there's been numerous occasions whereby they will go up and then they will explore the space. But so far, nothing happened lah. Only only the door thing and and the stomping until one fine day. So in their company, there's this guy. He said that there's this irritating guy lah. So he's always like talking big, berbah besar, macam tak takut, whatever, 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 whatever. So everyone was very annoyed with him. So they decided to teach him a lesson. So, okay, so this is what the guy said, okay? Diorang sial. Dia cakap, there's this guy, uh, let's just call him M, okay? So, uh, this is berbawa lah, you know? So he said, <laughs> and I'm reading this, okay? Verbatim, okay? He was a Malay guy with messy Chinese characters and dragon tiger's tattoo almost look like a Chinese newspaper on his body okay so anyways um, so we had enough of him alright they said that he had enough of him and we feel that it's time to teach him a lesson lah you know so this 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 fella yang bubawal ni this, this Malay guy he's in section 1 bed 1 alright so his bed is um next to the window okay and this boy that messaged me that emailed me um, he is from section 4 Alright, so section 4 is actually known for all this mischief lah, right? So, uh, four guys, um, including him lah, you know, they planned, they planned a perfect gula-gula experience for him lah. So, the plan was that this guy would be the gula-gula. So, he would jump outside the window repeatedly 
And then the two guys will squat down and then they will gently knock on the window using their fingernails, lah, you know. So they wanted to join, lah, you know. Um, anyway, so they decided to do that, alright. So almost the whole platoon of platoon 3 uh, knew what his plan, lah. So after lights out at around roughly 11.30, uh, they decided to do this gula-gula experience for this boy, lah. So he said, I put on my bed sheet over me and then I, I secure it with gutters, lah, you know, to make it look as if I'm being tied on the head. Lah. So I applied the only powder that I could find. He said that the powder is actually um snake powder. Pijar kan kau muka. Okay, anyway, tak apa. Nak, nak takutkan kawan kan, tak apa. So he said that aku rasa macam dah wayang PG lah because it's very, very thick, right? So then we walk across the corridor towards section one, you know. So before we reach the window, um, the other three friends who were with me, they duck walk to avoid being noticed by him lah. So he said, so I jumped towards the window and I kept jumping in front of his window until he sees me. Then the other two friends will knock on the window and will, one of them will swing the door to make sure that the door is open and then close. The door is open and then close and then like they can hear the tapping of the windows so they can see. So, then, just nice. So, this guy, like, we, we call him M. Like, eh? So, M opened his eyes, like, right? Because he, he was awakened by the sound of the tapping of the window. So, bila they look up to the window, he saw this guy. He saw yang, 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 this fellow yang jadi porch ni. Muka dia pucat lah. Right? And he said, I could see that he wanted to shout. But all he could do was turn around and try to wake his buddy. But since the buddy also knew about the plan, the buddy ignored him, like, right? So, he took a quick peek again and he turned around. So he said, this, this, this M, this Buddha world ni, did that two to three times, you know. And then this fellow's like, wah, confirm aku nak make up the seram ni, that he was really scared. So he said, I jump for like a close to five minutes. And then one of us signal like it's time to go lah, okay lah, dah habiskan, dah penat. And then this is the scary part, okay. So he said, I was the first person um to leave the spot, alright, followed by the rest. So I'm still jumping lah, right. While the rest, uh, they all duck walk below me, you know, um, by the window, until we were out of of the view of this this M lah. So I was the first person. So then we passed by section three, right? So remember, it's section one, section two, section three, section four. So we passed by section three, and out of curiosity, I turned my head back to check the rest of them. So the last person, right, gave me a thumbs up. But when he did that, a pochong head popped to the side. Macam main chak-chak. So he said this was no ordinary head. It's the real gula-gula punya head. He said, I saw the white cloth, the knot on the head, and the face is very black. Okay? So, the moment I saw that thing chak-chak kat belakang, Belakang The last person I ran I ran all the way And of course He he tripped on his bed shit And then the other three the, I mean obviously like Obviously when the, when you see your friend running The rest would run 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 So they went by So, so that, that's it So he, he forced himself to sleep that, sleep that night And he said my heart was beating very fast And I had to force myself to sleep So the other three was like clueless They like Eh what happened Did you saw something back there And after that they like Kept asking him Macam like Eh kau nampak benda apa So he just kept on saying like Tak apa So breakfast kita buat Okay kita tidur dulu So next morning At the at the cook house You know For the breakfast He told the other three What happened lah right So they were speechless lah You know So they knew I So so like they knew I saw something But they thought it was a kakak But actually it's not kakak It was that thing 
So after breakfast, so it was time to draw arms. Like they had to draw arms. So while waiting for the platoon to draw arms, uh, one of uh, the buddies and 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 this guy, he approached M, and asked what happened. You know because he, apparently. He was not as noisy as always, cause normally he would be very noisy mobile. But this morning he was very quiet. I think because of the experience last night lah, macam kena takut dengan dengan pocong kan. So he was very quiet. He was very so he said it was very strangely quiet. So then apa kita jalan towards dia tau. So the first thing he asked was, "Engkau okay?" So then then this guy was like, "Okay ah, asal eh." So he said he knew what happened last night. So aku cakap so so I. I had to be honest lah. So I said like, oh, it was just a prank. It was just a prank. Relax, relax. So he said, yeah, yeah, I saw you. I saw you. Uh, he said, I knew it was you pretending to be gula-gula. Okay? Then this guy was like, oh my God, shit. He knew that it was the both of us. So, but like, why his face was so pale? And then why did he turn to the other guy to wake him up, right? Because if you know it was me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be scared, what? So this is what M said, okay? Kau tak perasan ke? Then they're like, ah, why, why? So he said, Aku nampak Gula-gula betul Tengah stare kat kau So I saw that thing Dari tepi Dekat gila dengan kau Okay Like almost boleh cium pipi kau So then this guy was stunned He didn't know what to reply So he, he asked the the other rest of the of the buddies that Yang lain nampak sekali Then everyone was like No no we didn't see anything Like nobody saw, saw the whole thing So he said What he saw was When You jump back, right? To go back to that to that thing. I saw the real gula-gula jump and followed, but not immediately. So like for real, the gula-gula waited for something and then stood still for a moment and then he jumped forward. So it's like, shit, means... It's true lah what I saw yang cak-cak belakang kepala... Ayuh, seramnya guys. Belakang kepala kawan aku. Means it was a real thing that followed us. Then the guy was like, itulah pada muka kau cakap-cakap aku lagi. So, I said, I had a stroke. I didn't know what to do. I was so shocked because of this whole incident. And then, he said, I went to the mom. I report sick last year. So, I said, I report sick. And then, I got attention. So, I was able to book out. So, um, apparently, word got out. lah. So, then, they all like, macam, became very careful after that. So, he said, lesson learned. Jangan feeling macam, make up YMPG. Tama member tak boleh recognize. Um, until the, the real thing happened So this is the story that he was shared um, That I thought was in, uh, interesting So um, Why I wanted to share this story Is because for those of you who want Who will be watching uh, Pengabdi Setan 2 Yeah It's an experience that 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 is Interesting lah huh? You guys should watch it And enjoy it I have a friend who um, is able to see this thing. So he said that when I saw the film, I was shocked because it looked exactly like the ones I saw in real life. <sighs> Stress, eh? Stress gila, eh? Okay, anyways, that's the whole thing. I think someone have, have emailed me before saying that uh, he was a sergeant in Grafen Company and he has never heard of this surau. But apparently a lot of people have been talking about this surau. So I really want to know why is, why is this surau. I cannot possibly go back to Tekong to find out the, 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 the realness of this story. The realness, eh? <laughs> But um, for those of you who are from Gryphon, maybe you can share with me your, your experiences. Yep. Um, until then, thank you so much for listening. Uh, next episode, I want to share with you about a family's experience in one of the apartments in Genting Highlands. Oh, that is creepy. Okay? Good night, everyone. <laughs> Thank you.